0: Hello and welcome to Forces Sport with me, Cath Brazier and Julian Evans. A mishmash of content for you this week, but first up we're going to hear from the Simpson Cup golfers and this year it was a win for GB and their skipper Dave Ward.
1: And to Mr Simpson, it's sight in seeing the injured people and getting them playing golf and into work. Team USA, I'm sorry, we had a better side this year, but thank you for the match, it's excellent.
0: A reminder that the Simpson Cup is a Ryder Cup-style tournament for injured, wounded and sick military veterans from the US and Great Britain. This was the tournament's 10th anniversary and only the second time the Americans have been beaten on home soil. Their captain is Marty
2: Carraway. I love you all so much and I'm so proud of you. Uh, We knew this morning that we had an uphill battle and you went out there and you fought and gave them... What I would like to think a good run. It was a sea of blue this year on the scoreboard and we're going to turn that right back into wine next year and we're going to take this cup
0: I mean, it's a very competitive attitude. Jules always is, but um, they
2: take it seriously. Don't
0: <laughs> they, they really the do. Take it really seriously. But then at the end, they're all like best mates and hugging and yeah, it's um, into it's...
3: the nineteenth for a catch-up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's a hey, really what,
0: good feeling. I, I just, hey,
3: I'm not averse to something being called a mishmash, but I don't want to call this a mishmash program. Oh no, it's a very
0: well thought I, I out. I would say
3: it's a smorgasbord of sporting <laughs> oh. delights for our dear listener. You this just morning. want to beat me a, on on the all, word Jenga. A lucky dip. A lucky dip. If you're listening, you can have a lucky dip with Catherine and I today.
0: Good. Well, um, you are lucky to be listening. Forces Sport, here we are. Um, Let's talk a bit about the sort of stars that we've seen in action this week, Jules. I mean, first up, it seems obvious, but the rugby season is about to kick off again. And um, the women's internationals, obviously, are so crucial now because we're only, what, six, six weeks out from the World 8th Cup? 8th of August, the yeah. women's World
3: Cup, the delayed women's World Cup because of the of pandemic. 8th of August. Did I say August? Yeah. October. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Like, That's well, there is been a, and gone. There is a time difference in yeah. New Zealand, but not, not <laughs> a whole year. Um, so, 8th yeah. October, yeah. Yeah, so obviously forces players at front and, and, and very much in the thick of the action and none other than England's very own Amy Cocaine. England and Royal Air Force. So mm. she had a great one at the weekend, didn't she?
0: Scored two tries and it was a 52-14 win for England versus the they USA. They must be favourites. They must be favourites. Oh, haven't. they are. They So this is their 24th win um, in a row, consecutive win for England. Um, the three girls that we've got going to the World Cup from the military are the three RAF girls. We've got Sarah Bonner for Scotland, Caris Williams, who's now qualified to play for Wales, and Amy Cocaine. D- um, and I think at one point they all played for Litchfield. <laughs> it's well, like Amy Cocaine's kind of... Uh, and,
3: and Amy's dad. Ian, and Amy, yeah,
0: Ian Cocaine. Also a, serves has Royal had a NFL. yeah so yeah.
3: It's, it's great how that's worked out
0: um what else have you got for us jules then what what other stars have been in action this week do you mean
3: for, for,
0: forces, stars? Yeah, forces stars forces stars come on, Look, I, I bring it, bring know, it on i don't
3: know too much about forces stars i want to say congratulations though to the army because they won the sprint and marathon versions of the inter-services canoeing championships Ooh. well done to you if you're involved in that i'm sure the other two services will be right back at you <laughs> next year and also to Jessie Lutwich. Now, Jessie started out as a distance runner. She's converted her sporting abilities to triathlon, and she won the AMS Triathlon Championships at the weekend at Beaver Castle. Who doesn't like a trip round the Beaver Castle?
0: Moving swiftly on, we're going to go to Cyprus. Now, this isn't exactly forces sport, but we love a tenuous link here on BFBS. For anyone who's enjoyed a posting to Cyprus, you'll know that A... There was a lot of sport played out there, which I learnt. B, how many sporting celebs turn up for warm weather training? When I was there, Leeds Rhinos, who were Super League champions, two years running at the time, they came out for some pre-season training. And I know that Rugby Heroes have taken some ex-rugby union internationals out there. Jules, do you you love a celeb spot. So did you rub shoulders with any in your time on the
3: island? Uh, Yes, but they weren't military. Oh, okay. It it was Gaza. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's celebs. It was Paul Gascoigne. Yeah. Um... That's a good one. It was a good one. He he was on good form, sort of. Well, Surely he's the, always the, on good
4: the, form. The barman
3: thought he was on excellent form. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we had we had a, a, a round of drinks with Gaza.
0: Yeah, Matt Dawson came out. He was a Sedexo ambassador when um, when I was at this. We saw him, and then I bought a very expensive shirt in an auction that he'd signed. Still got it. Yeah, it's up on my wall. It's up on the ego wall, Jules. Um, Anyway, the reason I'm waffling on about this is our Cyprus reporter, Sophie, has been chatting to ex-Manchester United star, Andrew Cole. He was visiting the British bases and one lucky competition winner got the chance to be coached by him in their summer holidays. So here's some highlights of the man himself.
5: Being a professional footballer or trying to be a professional footballer, you know, it's not easy. I generally do believe it's uh, easier professions. You know, but yeah, it's, if you get there, you play at the highest level. It's, uh, it's great fun. Out of 100 kids who want to play, um, if three make it at the highest level, we've done well out of 100, and that's how difficult it is. If you've got two here, you've done that. For me personally, to, to try and give back in anything special, I think as 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 I become older and you know appreciate what I've done, you know, and young kids asking for information or asking me questions, yeah, it's a great way to give back. You know, um, obviously me growing up, aspiration to become a professional footballer, I was always looking up to my role models in football or whatever it going to be. So for me to have the opportunities to do something like this and give a little bit back, you know, is, for me is very, very special. The face of football is changing, you know, uh, young girls now given the opportunity to play, uh, even more so now after the the women have won the Euros, you know, which I I think has been brilliant, so I mean young ladies or young girls can believe those aspirations that they can play football at the highest level when it comes to the women's game. For me personally you can't try and force anyone into doing anything, especially if you've got young kids as well, they're going to be what they're going to be, if you can guide and support them when they need it, I genuinely do believe that's the most important thing, but if young girls want to play football now, nah, they've got great role models in front of them. I said, so watching England win the Euros, the Women's Euros in the summer, you know, it's, uh, that could be their dream from now on in. I would say the Brazilian Ronaldo, R9. Oh, I think I played against him when he was at Inter Milan. He was he was very very special. If you take away his injuries that he had. Um, I think he would have been spoke about as possible the best players that the world has ever seen. Thank you. Uh, I was fortunate again, I played with two at Manchester United. I played with uh, Keane and Scholes. I just, I just think those two players were absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, Old Trafford is a special ground. Um, I love playing at Anfield. And I love playing at St. James's Park as well. so I've been very fortunate. foot foot you got a better. Oh, I don't know that's that's a million dollar question. Um, I know a lot of England fans believe in because uh, England got to the Euro's final uh, a couple of years ago that yeah, they're going to win the World Cup now. Football's not that easy. Uh, they're going to go through the right mindset. Uh, whatever happens happens, you know? but it, it won't be an easy tournament to win, and that's what they need to appreciate. Well done, fella. Enjoyed
0: it? Yeah? Yeah. What are your memories of Andrew Cole, or formerly known as Andy Cole?
3: Fantastic player. He mentioned one or two there. He mentioned Keenan Sculls, of course. Didn't mention his old mate Teddy Sheringham. I know they were <laughs> best buddies, but um, I know they didn't get on, you know, off the pitch. But on the pitch, what a what a potent pair they proved. In, in in helping Manchester United to many many titles, yeah. great to hear him sounding so well because it wasn't that long ago that he had ill health, had that kidney okay. transplant. Gosh. So in fact, the last time we saw him in the flesh, I think, was down at Harlequins. Do you remember that charity rugby match that they held? Oh, was
0: he that? Involved? He was that? there. Yeah, he was there. Oh man, I don't remember that. That's
3: that a few years ago now. But uh, that was twenty fifteen, he... yeah,
0: twenty fifteen. Great to
3: hear him sounding so well mm. out in Cyprus, and also the the fantastic thing, you know, talking about women's football mm. as well which has received that huge boost in the arm courtesy of the Euros and England women again qualifying for the Women's World Cup
0: so the lucky recipient of um, the coaching was an 11 year old girl called Daisy and hello Daisy yeah therefore um, she won the competition and I think I don't know how long he spent with her it sounded like there was more than just her but I think she was um, given some pe- spe- specific training well if Daisy doesn't make Andrew. it top
3: level I shall be going <laughs> round to Andrew Cole's house and asking why why
0: DS D S sport. Thank you for listening. I'm Kath Brazier and I'm here with Julian Evans. Now, way back when forces sport was only three episodes old we spoke to john simpson the founder of the encores foundation and creator of the simpson cup which as i said earlier is a rider cup style tournament for injured wounded and sick military veterans from the us and great britain we spoke to john in october 2021 just before the teams traveled to the states for the ninth edition of the simpson cup delayed of course by the covid pandemic that was won by the united states of america now usually the event flips annually between the greens of America. America and Britain, but this year it was again held across the pond, and the very kind people at the Golf Channel have provided us with some audio from the closing ceremony. As ever, the camaraderie across the teams is incredibly strong. But this year, the Cup, the action and the win came with a hint of sadness after the death of John Simpson's son, Ben, in January this year. Ben was a massive part of the Simpson Cup family and he lost his life to cancer. He's been there from the start, knew all the players across 10 tournaments, all the golf courses, and was basically an admin king. Long and short, if you wanted something done or needed an answer, then Ben was your man. I had to... um, yeah, ask a lot of questions and I was given a lot of good answers and Ben would just do whatever you needed to be done. He was a larger, the larger-than-life character and he'll be sorely missed. Um, you hear both captains pay tribute to Ben in these speeches. But first, here's John Simpson after the Brits claimed a big win, 13.5 points to
6: 5.5. Finally to the teams. Uh, I'm very proud of you all. Uh, the way you've conducted yourselves... Uh, on and off the course has been a credit, as I said, and well done to you both. I know that Danielle from Oak Hill over there came and said she didn't recognize some of the team from Oak Hill. We've had 11 rookies this year. So well done to them, making it look as though they are all part of the team for many years. Congratulations. Also, many congratulations to the two captains. Obviously, there has to be a losing captain, but I've got one thing to say, you're captain for next year as well, so get it back then. Um, And I'd just like to give them something for being, it's the first time we've had uh, non-playing captains, and I'd like to just give you that as a present and one for Dave. Thank you very much. So I'd ask you to uh, say a few words,
2: Marty. This isn't easy. Um, John, thank you so much for the opportunity, your vision. Um, we're all missing Ben. I know you are as well, and, and to the entire Simpson family, our condolences for your loss. We all love you and, and wish you the very best in, in recovery and in the grieving process. Um, <clears throat> So USA, you all came out here and fought your asses off. I love you all so much, and I'm so proud of you. Uh, We knew this morning that we had an uphill battle, and you went out there and you fought and gave them what I would like to think a a good run. Um, It it was a sea of blue this year on the scoreboard, and we're going to turn that right back into wine next year, and we're going to take this cup. (laughs) to team gb unbelievable you you had a a great week um led by a wonderful man that is a great competitor a leader and a dear friend dave i can't be more proud of you and your team that you put out here you're going to be great stewards of the cup and i look forward forward to seeing you next year in england congratulations to all of you all that being said allow me to introduce you to the 22 2022 winning captain of team gb mr dave ward
1: As you know this is going to be difficult uh, first of all thank yous, Ryan and your team of course amazing and all the staff who uh, have fed us this week their food was excellent the sponsors thank you for what you do for us without you there's no competition and to Mr Simpson his sight and seeing the injured people and getting them playing golf and into work Team USA, I'm sorry, we had a better side this year, but thank you for the match, it's excellent. <laughs> to my boys, five or six rookies, and and the young lady, well done, you played excellent this week, and we did it more, not for me, so I'd like to dedicate this trophy this winning trophy to ben thank you thank you very much
0: um it's it's so it's emotional anyway but that was quite sort of loaded those so tributes and i'm sure um Bem will be remembered at future events I'm not entirely sure where the 2023 tournament is going to be let's hope that we can get across that when it's back on British soil but it's 5-all now so 10 tournaments Overall? and it's 5-all yeah. I mean looking at the
3: score 13.5 to 5.5 it was mm. quite convincing wasn't it probably yeah. with that emotional
0: possibly uh, yeah um,
3: Few background to their campaign this year fueling them along but um. and
0: they had not won in on American soil since the very first one which was in Florida in 2012 so you sort of you were finding that you know that um the Brits won the first of two or three but when it came to playing on courses in the states um the Americans were getting the advantage but they've, that's now swung back but yeah nice and even at five all um tenuous link another mm. one <laughs> but um Obviously the overall cricket test against South Africa, the third test um gets underway on Thursday, um, with no Jonathan Burstow and I believe that was a golfing injury.
3: Oh, I know. I don't know what's gone on there. I think
0: Just... he apparently fell off you know, when you're by a tee box or sort of he, he sort of slipped off of there and broke his leg.
3: After he'd teed off? Or was he trying to see where his ball when... had gone and had gone into the rough?
0: I mean he called it a freak injury and, and sounds like yeah, it, it's it? not you sort of think how do you injure yourself in golf unless you're you know unfortunate enough to have a golf ball in your head but um.
3: rules him out of the T20 World Cup and and of course the World Cup look I, I don't normally look too far down the leagues when it comes to football. But mm-hmm. a lovely story uh, took place at Exeter City this weekend. Were you going to say this as well? No,
0: but I think I know what you're going to say. So
3: this is Jay Stansfield. He's a Fulham loan. Oh, this is
0: lovely, yes. Yeah, and
3: yeah. Uh, so, so his club when he was growing up was Exeter City because it was his dad's club mm-hmm. and his dad was a striker. He, he played there, but he passed away at just the age of 31. Uh, that was down to bowel cancer. But Jay went through the academy at Exeter and then went to Fulham But this this year, he's back. Yeah. He's back on loan.
0: And so the shirt that they retired...
3: The number nine, which is Dad's old shirt. He's now wearing it. They've dusted it down Mm, and and given it to Jay, which is a brilliant story. And for the manager, Matt Taylor, and for the assistant coach, Wayne Carlisle, who played with Adam, um, that's Stansfield Senior, a lovely, lovely moment. I love sport when it does things like that. And also a special mention uh, to Bill Turnbull, of course, course. who was a huge Wickham Wanderers fan yeah but for us in particular his wife sessie used to work with us here at bfbs and bill would come and pick sessie up on occasion after she'd finished her shift mm-hmm. and you would have a little chat with bill about football about Wigan wanderers and his love of that uh, so thoughts across the board today for for everybody
0: yeah i i hate to bring the tone down a bit but there was even also, further <laughs> there was a another happening it was the um English FA Cup first round qualifying match on Saturday it's between just the goalkeeper. Blackfield and Langley Got and short. Mal- yeah but he was, the fact is he was sent off for it and I think that's a bit strong I mean what was he supposed to do
3: well we don't know what was on the other side of the hedge <laughs> so there's a call in nature goalkeeper <laughs> went to the hedge um,
0: Connor Maseko was that his,
3: was that his, his name, name. was that what he'd been drinking well oh, you can Doseko. just now google him and that is yeah, what will so, come up but yeah sorry. so there you go
0: uh, lowering the tone again Kath um, but yeah so we've taught cricket I had my first cricket match this weekend, Jules.
3: Now this is unbelievable—the fact that you actually love cricket, but this mm. was your first. I never played. Had th- never it. played before. Well, aside
0: from back garden cricket with my brothers when I was a kid, or quick cricket on the beach, never. I've never donned the pads.
3: And was this linked to Bearstow's injury, or was this <laughs> completely coincidental?
0: coincidental a friend sort of was having a 30 over a side match in um Shunny, sunny lewis in east sussex and they were a bit shorter players that's an understatement um <laughs> yeah. so um... There's, a, there's a
3: barrel <laughs> and then there's a little pot where they keep cath yeah
0: <laughs> I have to say my fielding was, um, I wish, I had never got the opportunity to get a catch. I was offered a position in the slips, but I said I don't want to embarrass myself.
3: You should have just done that. I mean, Mike Gatting made a career out of fielding in the, in the, in the slips. But he also had, and the there's batting. a lot of
0: videos of him dropping and I didn't want that to be me. Okay. Um, I, you'll be glad to hear that I survived four balls um, and I hit, I hit two of them, didn't get runs and I was clean bowled on the um, fourth one, but it was a very good ball. I would challenge anyone. Yeah. With a skill level higher than mine to have hit that. It was very skiddy, very low.
3: Skiddy and low.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So that was my experience of the back weekend. Of the I enjoyed it. You Let's out. get back to actual sports people. Um like we mentioned, Gallagher Premiership starts this week. Sadly, we've got obviously Josh McNally at Bath. Um Siva Nalagu is Injured, who we're trying crystal. to chase for
3: a guest, um, yeah. but because of his injury,
0: he wants to wait until he's playing again. But
3: hopefully, we'll have a chat with him later in the season. We think he has a date to return in November, November. and of course, forces rugby fans will be delighted that the dates for the inter-services will be, will be released. We certainly know when the army navy matches sixth of May, sixth already penciled into Kath's diary. So that's That's always the big one. So looking forward to that.
0: I mean, um, did you have you been watching any of the U.S. Open? Do we have any Brits left? Nori, um, yeah, Nori's still in. But Which um, you can't
3: say anybody that's watched an episode of Hey Dougie can't say Nori <laughs> without going Nori. <laughs> Nori.
0: Um, but sad to. See. I mean, I, I don't know that it is sad to see Serena go. Obviously, she's one of the greats. But I'm really glad that she's sort of gone out gracefully, and she seems to um, t- taking life less seriously now that she's sort of retired. I'm sure she'll go on to do something else and succeed I'm I'm sure yeah well listen um, looking ahead um, there's a lot of inter-services events coming up um, this week and next week Uh, we've got the mountain biking cross country at the Twisted Oaks bike park in Suffolk in fact that'll be quickly followed up by the downhill event in Wales the following week the inter-services golf is going to be happening at Enville Golf Club next week and the inter-services windsurfing from next Monday and all these sports are cramming in their sort of armed forces finals before we lose the good weather as for Forces Sport the programme next week well Jules and I are pleased to tell you that we have another special coming up and this one is good um, it's uh, dedicated to Luke Pollard. He's an REF at- athlete and since 2019 has been the guide for GB and England visually impaired triathlete Dave Ellis. This summer, they hit a massive high by winning gold at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. They've been at the top of the tree for most of their time together, but they had a disastrous Paralympics in Tokyo last summer when the chain broke on their bike during the race and it co- they couldn't finish.
4: It gets better as time goes on, I guess. And like, I think the Commonwealth was like a huge boost and a huge like. Oh, you know like we've, we've achieved something in this like this time but yeah, yeah during um tokyo paralympics we unfortunately suffered a a break of the chain like mm-hmm. the chain that connects me and dave called the timing chain so um essentially we didn't have really any power to the bike uh, i tried my very best at the side of the road to fix it um with everything like I could like I could like I was even trying to bite the metal like together to see is
3: that something that an athlete can do when you're on the course can you guys actually if you've got a breakdown in kit you can
4: not like in formula one yeah. where,
3: where the driver has to do something to his car can you guys actually administer some first aid to the machine
4: yeah definitely I think that's uh I think maybe that's where um Trafon has some work to do in terms of there is no uh spare bikes or anything mm. like that. So if you do suffer a broken chain, you are essentially out of the race unless somehow you can fix a broken chain with uh with what you've got available to you and no one really carries spares around with them. Um so yeah, I did I did try my best but unfortunately yeah, I just wasn't able to really get connected properly back together and then yeah, so we had to abandon the race. Yeah, so that was about 12 months ago. Um that was yeah, pretty hard to take obviously the first few weeks we just Uh, pretty hellish Mm. uh, but you know we we bounced back off that I think both me and Dave like used each other to go right okay let's not have this let's not just sit on this and mope around let's get back into it we had Europeans we had worlds left of that season we won both of those and we were like right okay let's keep going let's focus on the next thing and luckily enough it was uh, it was Commonwealth this year.
0: But I mean, it, it, as an as an outsider, we're looking in and go, well, you know, they're still amazing. They're still one of the world's best because we know that it, it, mm. you didn't lose because of something you did. But is that harder that, it's, that you knew that you were capable of winning had that not happened?
4: Yeah, I think the amount of work we put into Tokyo um, oh, it was just unbelievable. It was just like, obviously every day, but it's just the hours. It was all the heat preparation because like the the heat in, in Tokyo in Japan was just like ridiculous Depressing, over there it? it was yeah. it was savage to be honest uh and I think it showed like there were athletes all over the place every sport everyone suffered um and it just made that so much harder and we'd done all the prep for it it all gone right and uh unfortunately it was sort of taken away from us mm. um but then you know 12 months later I think we've both reflected a bit on it where it's still it still hurts a little bit but I, you know we're classing Tokyo as like what a great experience because it is like at the end of the day we went to a Paralympic Games um obviously this is that was Dave's second Paralympic Games but it was my first um and yeah obviously the situation was a bit different with Covid and stuff like that and obviously the result wasn't what we wanted and it was yeah it was, re- it was to be fair that whole experience was a really good experience and I'm really happy that um you know we, we were able to come away from it and reflect on it a bit better now
0: now it sounds like that event has taken time to recover from. So the win this summer was doubly welcome and celebrated, as Luke shares what it's like to compete at a home games.
4: And then we started getting called up to the start line, and then they started calling up the start line. And I remember him saying, like, um, you know, number six two one, uh, you know, four time uh, world champion, f- uh, five time European champion, Dave Ellis, and his guide Luke Potter. And then the he noise, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally bumps. the noise from that was honestly it was incredible. It was like. These people had just appeared, and it was thousands of people. Been
0: bussed in for you.
4: Yeah, I couldn't believe the noise wow. that came going down to that start line, and it's quite funny because my uh, my sister actually was quite obviously quite close down, and she's got a video, and uh, Dave's uh, literally just like looking around his head, just smiling, loving it, and I am just dead focused. Do not do not take any of this in. Just tunnel vision, focus on what the job is, and uh, the difference in us is quite funny in that video. Um, and then. Yeah, so the swim went and then I think the, the bike, it was, the, it was literally 20 kilometers of a wall of noise. Wow. Like people just lying in the streets all the way down. i oh like no, that deep. when I leave the house. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's crazy. Um, I've never experienced anything like it in my life. Um, I don't think Dave has, um, maybe like obviously Beijing, when he went to Paralympics 2008, it was loud, but it was all in one area, like one arena. Um, but this was just the whole way round and everyone's, well, never one but a good portion of it, people are English. There's St yeah, George yeah, flags everywhere. Yeah. People are shouting for Dave and it's just like unbelievable the whole way round, even going on to the run when it was, where it was meant to be, uh, I believe it was meant to be closed. Some parts were meant to be closed off to spectators, <laughs> but I think they just was like, right, come on, come on in. If you want to come in and watch this.
0: It was really nice to talk to Luke alone as much love as I have for Dave Ellis. Actually, I didn't know Luke was, so talk to um, It was really lovely to get him by himself and, you he's, know... He's normally at the back of the tandem, isn't he? <laughs> yeah.
3: Interesting well, to hear about the noise, though, because so many athletes, cr- you know, sports people thrive off the yeah. atmosphere and, and you often wonder s- some of these minority sports, um, yeah, w- what it's like to try and compete, try and get the best out of yourself when it's sort of just you, a, a, you know, and, a, and perhaps a gentleman and his dog clapping <laughs> clapping the people on. But we get that quite cr- a lot. Yeah. <laughs> great. Or well, just be lucky to have the dog. But anyway, it's great to have... That little anecdote from Luke, and you can hear more from Luke next week. And also, I think, you know, having heard the excitement there from the Simpson Cup earlier, it'd be great to dig out John Simpson's interview that we did and have another listen to that and hear why it's so special to, to players both here in the UK and over there in the United States and actually
0: you know you, you talk about someone like John Simpson he's he's one of those sort of standout um, guests that we've had he's just had this incredible life and um, you know a lot of things that people people can learn from but of course if you if you want to go back on our back catalog of um videoed interviews but also um, they are available as just audio podcasts as well you can either go to the BFBS Sports Show YouTube channel or go to bfbs.com slash podcast or on Apple Spotify or wherever it is you get your podcast just search for Forces Sport Um, like I say the whole back catalogue is there Um, Forces Net is a place to go for the latest results and action and do keep an eye on our social channels BFBS Sport and Forces News across Twitter Instagram and Facebook Um, and
3: we've got this far without being hint, uh, halted by
0: var i'm amazed amazing i mean that could take up a whole program jules it doesn't it doesn't seem to be doing a lot of good for the game but luckily the two games that affected badly this weekend they they went on and won but it, you know if the score lines are a bit different that might have been a, a different conversation day, for say. another day for another special maybe um but yes that is up for us for this week and uh, we hope you enjoy the special from luke pollard we'll see you in a fortnight thank you for listening do get in touch if you want at forcesport at bfbs.com we hope to see you out there in the forces sporting world thanks Jules